All right, before we get started, FYI, there were some Skype issues in this. It is all still arable. However, there are some drop-offs. Just wanted to give you a heads up. And having said that, let's get going. You know, one of the hardest things that a business owner can do is move from the owner role to the CEO role, because that requires a lot of delegation. But often delegation is the only way to true growth. Our next guest is Tonya Thomas, and she truly understands the power of the Athena leadership principles, especially collaboration. As a strong leader, a support system is essential and a sign of a healthy business. Learn how to expand your business through delegation. Episode number 127 starts right now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Litnikoff, and we have Tonya Thomas with us right now. She is the founder and CEO of Team Delegate LLC, and that's at teamdelegate.com. Very easy to remember that URL. And that's a virtual assistant staffing company. Now, she has been in the virtual assistant industry since 2001. And I tell you what, that's probably before people really even realized it was a thing. And she's been featured in Black Enterprise Magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine, and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so tell me about this uh, virtual assistance, delegating, and productivity. Those are all areas that you have an expertise in, and you write about them frequently. Obviously, you own a company that deals with all that stuff. So I gave a brief of your bio, but as people know, I have the guest expand on things. So Tell me what we don't know about that world and anything else you'd like to tell us about your story. Again, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, in terms of dealing with delegating and things of that nature, a lot of people do know, you know, that it's important to do it, but it's just a the matter of actually doing it. So that's what I speak a lot on and write a lot on about trying to help people to feel comfortable with that process so that they can see the value in doing it and be able to double their productivity as they're delegating, get more done and grow their revenue. So when we think about like delegation, because I know like, and you probably, and I'm just making a guess here, you had probably at some point struggled with delegation because as I see in your bio, you were a solo entrepreneur for many years. So mm-hmm. you had to probably, it's always that, that half a person you need, right? Like, so you can't, a lot of times entrepreneurs can't afford to hire a full, full-time salary, but they need like, they need somebody really skilled for like half of the time, but then it's tough to find that person, you know, cause a lot of people want to work full-time obviously. So Talk to me about, first of all, how to be able to find people to delegate to, and then how do you as an entrepreneur, especially when you have a smaller company, how do you kind of give up that control you're used to having? Good questions. And so the first question I'll address about how to find the people to to help support you, definitely, of course, you most of what I know, of course, is dealing with virtual assistants. So, and when you're looking for a virtual assistant, you definitely want to think first about the type of person that you're looking for. 
whether or not you want someone, which most people should, you should want someone that's like, I like to say someone who's a thinker and not, not just a doer. So want, looking for someone who's going to work proactively with you, who's going to be that right hand and um, be someone that getting to the point where you can formulate your thoughts and they're able to put it into action and hash out the details. So when you're looking for someone, I like to tell people to keep those things in mind and definitely someone who kind of shares your same philosophy as it relates to work style. And so those things are pretty important when you are looking for someone to help you and definitely skill set as well. But those other things are definitely also important to begin with also. And then I think your second question was around how to, to delegate effectively Yes, absolutely. You know, how do you give up control when you're used to doing so many things? That's what a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with because they know on one side to scale their company, they need help. But on the other side, they suffer from that that whole mindset of like, oh, I don't think anybody's going to do it as well as I will or with the care that I will. But I think what a lot of times they don't realize is they've spread themselves too thin. They think they're doing it well, but they're probably not at that point. Exactly, exactly. And not and also having things that they dread doing and it gets put off and backlogged. So what I like to tell people, too, when they're first starting with it is, is start small, of course. Start with something that, which is easier maybe said than done, but I always suggest starting with something that that's small that you can let go of and just kind of dip your toe in the water with it. And because what happens is, of course, over time, you develop that level of trust because that's what it is. You know, people have a problem trusting someone else to be able to handle it for them. So starting small with something and, and letting them do that one thing. And then as over time, you build trust and the list grows longer because that's what I see a lot, too with clients as well and they'll start with one or two things and then over time you know it just grows as they develop that level of trust in their assistant. I loved what you said earlier about being a thinker and not a doer and I tell you what it's it's harder than ever these days to kind of vet people out right because right. back in the day it used to be that you'd you'd bring somebody into your office for an interview and you know you'd kind of you kind of get a good feel for them but uh, these days, and it's kind of a double-edged sword because on one side, it makes it harder to get a sense of who the person is. But on the other side, it allows you to get a lot more done, you know, through email and Zoom calls and all those things, things that wouldn't have been possible 20 years ago in terms of productivity. Correct. So what's your best advice for people that are looking to hire virtual assistants? How do they find that thinker that is going to take their company to the next level rather than a doer that is going to probably wait around for them to kind of direct the action. And that all comes into play, of course, when you're talking with them, because you'll hear it in how they present themselves. You'll see it even in their website, and if you see them out on social media or anything like that, that's a good indicator there, because someone who is that proactive person will speak to that, even in their marketing materials. But then again, like I said, when you're talking with them and you can ask, you know, questions of what their philosophy is around support, you know, for example, asking them if, if they, for example, if they need someone to manage the calendar, you know, kind of how do you do that? How have you done that with clients? 
if it's your inbox, give an example of how you've done that. Because in their answers, you'll be able to tell whether or not there's someone who's forward thinking and have the, has the ability to think ahead and work proactively with someone based upon, you know, kind of what they say. So that's the thing to do is, is just look for that. Absolutely. Now, another thing that I wanted to ask you about is it's becoming a very specialized area now. And I look at your company, right? Team Delegate. So you you specialized in virtual assistant staffing. So you're really good at finding these people and then probably matching them with the proper opportunities. Because a lot of people kind of do it on their own, right? They might go to an Upwork or they might go to an Elance. I don't even know if Elance is still around, but something like that where they kind of like read somebody's reviews and they check out their work and all that stuff. But maybe talk to me about the benefits of going to a specialized company like yourselves when all you're doing is dealing in a very specific area of freelancers, which is virtual assistants. Maybe you could lay out kind of an elevator pitch for us. Sure, sure. I like to say that we support time start CEOs to double their productivity so they can triple their earnings. And our highly trained executive virtual assistants provide comprehensive administrative support so that you can work in your zone of genius, safeguard your thinking time, and expand your business. And so my goal and mission around our company is to be able to provide that level of support that a business owner or CEO needs to be able to work in their zone of genius, focus on, you know, growing their company. And I think the difference between sometimes services that aren't like mine, not saying that individuals can't do that, but again, if you are just looking for maybe a one-time project or something like that, I think Upwork and those places like that are the, the place to go. So that is the difference between what my company is providing and a service like that where you can go out and just find somebody to do that one-time thing. So we are the company for someone who's looking for that higher level of support and who's looking for someone long-term. Let me ask you, in all your conversations with entrepreneurs and all the people, because, and again, in your in your bio, you talk about working with many entrepreneurs in a lot of different industries. So maybe you could talk to me about something that you'd like to talk to entrepreneurs about right now, because I imagine that by the, by the, by the time that they get to you and they realize that while wow, they need help, they're probably already kind of drowning in a way. And maybe they needed to engage with you like a year or two before that. So maybe you could talk to entrepreneurs directly about some warning signs that they should look out for, that they need more help before they can actually take the next step in their business. Right, right. That's good because I was actually speaking with someone earlier today and that was one of the questions and I do get that question. It's like, how do you know when it's time? One of the things that I like to say, of course, you know, when you're swimming in overwhelm and when you are getting to the end of the day and your to-do list still is longer, you know, than what it was when it started and things are slipping through the cracks, you know, you're frustrated and you're not able to get everything done that you wanted to get done. And so those are the things to be on the lookout for, that overwhelm and disorganization. 
when it's getting to that point and then you're feeling a level of frustration because of it, then it's time because I talk to a lot of people and they'll say, well, you know, it's just, I don't even know where to begin. You know, it's just so much that's happening and I, I, I'm not, I know I'm not utilizing my time wisely, but I really don't know what I'm doing wrong. So when you're thinking like that, then that's the time that you definitely need to bring someone in who's going to be able to give you that level of administrative organization that you need, like I mentioned earlier, to even be able to have time to think. Because as the CEO of your company, you definitely need that strategic thinking time to be able to move your business forward. And when you're in the weed, in the midst of things, trying to put your hand on everything, you don't, you can't do that. And so what's going to happen is, is you're going to bottleneck. It sounds to me like back in 2015, and I may be wrong about this, but I want you to kind of comment on this. It sounds to me that maybe you took your own advice because, and again, reading from your bio here, it says, in an effort to scale and grow her company, Tanya rebranded her business in 2015 and Team Delegate was born. So were you feeling like you needed some additional help to scale your business. What was the impetus of all that? Definitely. And just a little backstory in that I was working with a coach and this was in 2009. I had been working with her for a little bit and we were having a session and she says to me, she said, you don't, you know, you don't have a business. You just have a job that you've created for yourself. And I thought at the time, it's like, you know, what is she talking about? You know, I do have a business website. You know, I'm running this business. I'm doing it. And so I didn't think anything else of it. But fast forward to around 2013, I began to feel differently about my business. It didn't, you know, when I came into the office, I wasn't excited, as excited about the work or anything like that. And it took me a while to, to finally realize what it was. And then her words came back to me and they resonated with me then. And it's like, I am the business. It's me. I, you know, I can't leave. If I do, I have to let clients know because if I'm not here, the business stops. And so at that point, I thought a little bit about what I want to do. Is there something else I'd like to do? But I realized that I, I love this concept. It was just the fact that I didn't want to be the technician anymore. And I would rather, you know, have put myself in the CEO role. And that's when I decided to scale. And that's when Team Delegate was born. So now, you know, I am living that and have, you know, other people on my team, someone, you know, helping me in the, the management piece, HR team managers, all those types of things. And it, it has really made a huge difference. So, yeah, that's my backstory with that and, and kind of how I dealt a little bit with hitting that wall. And that's great because that's something that you're going to be able to pass on to your other clients as well. I mean, it's not like you're asking somebody to not do something that you haven't been through yourself. Right, exactly. Well, let's go into our resource question. Of course, we're going to have teamdelegate.com on the uh, resource section and all the ways for people to contact you and learn more about what Team Delegate can do for them. But let's talk about some things that you may want to pass on to our audience that you think may inspire them. 
and just in terms of resources that they can find and, and help them along the way as it relates to delegating and things of that nature. Yeah, any, any well, even anything too, because it could be um, maybe even TED Talks that inspire you or books that have inspired you. Because, you know, when you think about the, uh, the listeners of this podcast, they're all uh, business people and ready to uh, take the next step in their career. So if there's anything that you have found personally inspiring to you, as you've uh, made the move in your career and uh, scaled up and all the other good stuff. I'm sure the listeners would love to hear that. Sure. One book, and I'm sure it's pretty popular, so a lot of people may have heard of it, but it's E-Myth by Michael Gerber. That really hit home for me and helped me in terms of thinking ahead and thinking about not being that technician anymore and what it looks like to take yourself out of that role. So that's a really good resource and book that I've read more than once, too. So that's something that I think people would be able to find helpful to them on their journey as an entrepreneur. Well, I got to tell you, you are the first person on this podcast to ever mention that book. So... That is a, a great thing, and I'm sure it's going to help out a lot of people that are listening. So that's, that's what's really great about it. I love the resource question for the reason that it, somebody's always coming up with something new on this podcast. So again, thank you for that. I'm sure people really enjoy it. So let's go back to our uh, final question. I shouldn't say go back to our final question, but let's get to our final question. Of, of course, that's giving you the floor and having you address the audience with whatever you'd like to talk to them about. As we close out the podcast, and um, Tanya, the floor is yours. Thank you. What I would like to bring to the forefront and, and talk about is leadership and making sure that as the, the CEO of your company, that even if it's, it's yourself alone and maybe if you do have one other person on your team, but making sure that you are developing yourself as a leader, getting your hands on any books that you can related to that topic or workshops, because that is a big part of your company and how it's going to be driven forward. You have to be a great leader and you of course have to learn to kind of lead yourself a little bit beforehand so again if it's just you that's still something that a skill that you can hone and develop for yourself and when you're doing that I think that it's going to really help you even if you are just by yourself now when you do bring on another team member it's or more it's really going to help you drive your company forward because you'll be able to to lead your team and um motivate them. Of course, when your team is motivated, then your business is going to really thrive and, and, and flourish. So that's what I, the advice I would like to, to leave with your listeners. Well, I think it's great advice to close the podcast out with Tony Thomas, founder and CEO of Team Delegate LLC. Find them at teamdelegate.com. Thank you so much for your time on the podcast this week and sharing all of your wisdom with us. Thank you, Jeff. I've had a great time. Yeah, me too. Our next guest, Mickey Krimmel, has become the change she wants to see in the world by creating a brand that actively works to fix the societal problems it finds. Mickey believes we should have fitness accessible by all. 
Let's hear what she has to say in this brief segment. Movement and exercise have been proven to be like the one thing that helps mental health in everyone, right? And so my thinking is that everyone deserves to have access to those benefits. Anyone who has a body that can move can enjoy the benefits of a, of a fitness practice. And so to me, it's, it's our job to make fitness then more inclusive for more people and, and more available to everyone, no matter their size. We think this podcast should be accessible by all as well. In fact, it is, but it needs to have more people find it. That's where you come in. Two simple things you can do. Rate and review the podcast and also share the episodes you find relevant. If you do even one of those two things, you will help us grow. Regardless, we appreciate you being here week over week, and we will see you next week.